ready? Good morning. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, you are the Good Shepherd, without whom nothing is secure. Rescue and preserve us, that we may not be lost forever, but follow you, rejoicing the way that leads to eternal life. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the 14th Sunday after Pentecost is from Ezekiel chapter 34. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself, will search for my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and I will rescue them from all places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, by the ravines, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them with good pasture, and on mountain heights of Israel shall be their grazing land. They shall lie down in good grazing land, and on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured. I will strengthen the weak, and the fat, and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice. As for you, my flock, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I judge between sheep and sheep, between rams and male goats. Is it not enough for you to feed on the good pasture, that you must tread down with your feet the rest of the pasture, and to drink of clear water, that you must muddy the rest of the water with your feet? And must my sheep eat what you have trodden with your feet and drink what you have muddied with your feet? Therefore thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Because you push with side and shoulder and thrust at all the weak with your horns, so you have scattered them abroad. I will rescue my flock, they shall no longer be a prey. And I will judge between sheep and sheep, and I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd, and I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David shall be prince among them. I am the Lord, I have spoken. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is from 1 Timothy chapter 1. I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he judged me faithful, appointing me to his service. Though formerly I was a blasphemer, persecutor, and insolent man, insolent opponent, but I received mercy because I acted ir- ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am foremost. But I received mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who are to believe in him for eternal life. To the King of ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the gospel reading is Luke from Luke 15, 1 to 10. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. 
And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, a source of joy in heaven, one sinner who repents, is the cause of grumbling among the impenitent. Nevertheless, Jesus descends from his throne every Lord's Day. And what he does is he comes to bring joy to all who draw near to him in repentance and faith to receive his gifts, including you. It's kind of interesting when you think of who makes up uh, the people in the pews or the pastors in the pulpit or at the lectern. They're all sinners. All of us are. And our Lord has come to redeem sinners. That's what he's come to do. Um, He hasn't come to uh, uh, congratulate us or cheer us on to be better people. He's come to bring us to death and life, death to the old Adam in us, to raise us to new life with him and one another. So there's joy even in heaven over even one sinner who repents. So Our Lord uh, rejoices over every sinner who repents, that is, turns away from his or her sin to receive the grace and mercy of God that comes to us in Jesus Christ. So when you come Sunday, you're going to be joining a bunch of sinners, including your pastors. And the joy of it all is that God comes to us uh, not to condemn us, although he has every right to, but he comes to us to forgive us. And there's joy in that. He finds joy in doing that. That's what he comes to do. So um, we either come um, thinking we're the good people, and if we are, then we're going to grumble about all the bad people. And if you want to look for bad in other people, you'll find it. Um, You'll find all sorts of reasons why they're not good enough, why um, you shouldn't help them, uh, all the rest. Um, But just remember, they can find the same in you. None of us is good enough. Only God is good. And Jesus is Lord, and he comes with, in, in, with his flesh and blood, with his goodness. Um, he's the human being as, as human beings were meant to be, and that's what he comes to restore us to, to, to restore us, to restore our humanity, to make us good. The good shepherd rejoices over finding us and, and then Uh, rescuing us from sin and death. I think it's interesting that um, I don't think, you know, a sheep who is lost really knows that he's lost, right? And I definitely know that a coin doesn't know he's lost because, or it's lost, because it's an inanimate object. Often we don't realize we're lost. The Pharisees and scribes in our text didn't realize they were lost. They didn't realize that they were sinners. So what God does is he shows us sin not for the purpose, shows us our sin not for the purpose of condemning us, but for the purpose of bringing us to repentance and faith, to bringing us home with him to receive the lavish gifts of his forgiveness, his goodness, his life that conquers death. 
So that's kind of where I'm going with this. Nice. Yeah. I thought, um, as I was reading the, the other two lessons, I thought, first, first of all, about Paul's letter to Timothy. And a number of years ago, they did a um, uh, kind of a look at all the names of different Lutheran churches, Missouri Synod. And the top two names, I think, um, were Trinity Lutheran. And then I think number two was St. Paul Lutheran. Huh, interesting. And I think what's interesting about that is that as Lutherans, we get the doctrine of simul justus et peccat, or a Latin phrase, which means we're at the same time um, uh, sinner and also justified. We would call it sinner and saint. And Paul talks about this in his reading. And I think the interesting thing that struck me was um, he talks about his former life being a blasphemer, a persecutor, an insolent opponent. But I received mercy. And I think this, this phrase struck me because I acted ignorantly in unbelief and the grace of our Lord overflowed when the faith and love that are in, in Christ Jesus. You know, we all like sheep have gone astray. We each turn to our own ways, but yet the Lord has a that the Lord in his mercy laid the iniquity, our sins upon Jesus, who is the only spotless lamb who went to the cross to bear all of that. And, um, this acting ignorantly in unbelief or unrepentance is really goes back to the whole Greek phrase metanoiata, this total change of mind or a change of path, a change of direction in which we're going. And we even think that's our doing, but it's not. It is the Lord's doing who, who shows us our sins through the preaching of his law and then brings us back with his rod and gently leads us back to those, um, to those waters of mercy and grace. Um, so, you know, I think it's cool that a lot of churches are called St. Paul mm -hmm. because I think as Lutherans, we really get this, right? You know, it's funny that you should say acted ignorantly because it didn't jump out at me yeah. when I said that the sheep really don't know they're lost yeah. and the coin obviously doesn't cause it's innate. They, they just don't know. And, and in our culture today, there's something called expressive individualism, which says mm -hmm. we don't need God. And um, so straying away, thinking I can live without God, I can, I can redefine who I am, I can be whoever I want to be, and all of those sorts of things, thinking, um, you know, that's to act ignorantly. Mm -hmm. We have no life without God. Um, the Apostle Paul says in another place, in him we live and move and have our being, but outside of him. We're left in despair mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and death. And isn't it interesting, too, that it's the, the tax collectors and, and sinners, those who are kind of uh, publicly out there, they're, they're seen as being, you know, these are the bad people, you know, and, and we don't want to hang around with them because they, publicly they, they're known to be sinners, right? Um, they're the ones who come because they've been given to recognize that, hey, this way of doing things mm -hmm. isn't working. Um, we need something more. And it's when we're brought down like that, that mm -hmm. we look, we look outside of ourselves and look at the culture says, look within, look within, look within. And it, it, there's no life there. The right. life comes from outside of us, ultimately in and through Jesus Christ. And, and so they, um, they draw near to hear Jesus, to, to actually mm -hmm. listen to what he has to say. The, the disciples have come not to hear him, but to seek to destroy his credibility, mm -hmm. um, that kind of thing, um, that we don't need help, and yet we all need help. And our help comes from, from mm -hmm. the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. 
So interesting stuff here. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. So you want to sing? Sure. Um, one of our hymns is, uh, oh, I didn't bring my hymnal, so I'll share you know with you. my heart. Yeah. <laughs> um, the hymn is, uh, one of his, I'm Jesus, Little Lamb. Hymn 740. I noticed what a, a little lamb, you know, describes someone. Huh. Thank you. That's um, interesting how that just appears for you. Yeah, it just kind of came out of the, <laughs> came out of nowhere. Um, with Jesus, when we confess I'm his little lamb, it means that we, we need, we have nothing to bring. I mean, we're, we're simply, uh, uh, we need to be taken care of and, and helped. And, and this confesses our need of him uh, to hear him and to receive his goodness. I think we can do all three. I think we can too. I am Jesus, little lamb, ever glad and hard I am. For my shepherd gently guides me, knows my need and well provides me, loves me every day the same, even calls me by my name. Day by day at home away, Jesus is my staff and stay. When I hunger, Jesus feeds me, into pleasant pastures leads me. When I thirst, he bids me go, where the quiet waters flow. Who's so happy as I am? Even now the shepherd's lamb. When, when my short life is ended, by his angel host attended, he shall fold me to his breast, there within his arms to rest. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Thanks. Have a great day. You too.